Hello, friends. Let me take a moment to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring our podcast. Let me talk to you a little bit about searching for happiness or trying to achieve goals. And oftentimes, life and circumstances and other reasons get in the way. So BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist within 48 hours. And it's not a crisis hotline, okay? And it's not self-help. It's actual professional counseling, but it's done securely online. You have access to BetterHelp's network of over 20,000 counselors with a wide variety of expertise and training. And this is also about accessibility, If you don't have a counselor in your area to see in person, then this could be a great solution for you. So this service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. So again, accessibility. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as in traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, and they make it easy and free if you want to change counselors if necessary. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit BetterHelp.com. That's Better. H-E-L-P dot com slash psych explained and join the over 1 million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of experienced mental health professionals. And there's a special offer for my Psychology Concepts Explained listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash psych explained. You can see the link in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of Psychology Concepts Explained. Hello, welcome back to Psychology Concepts Explained. This is Dr. Jack Chuang, your host here. And I have another podcast for you, and I'll have a couple more, hopefully by the end of the year, as well as some plans um, Think aloud, thinking out loud plans for next year in terms of what to do with this podcast. I want to thank all of you for listening. And this is for those uh, college and possibly high school students who are facing finals week this week. And hopefully it's not too late for you. But uh, I've jotted down some ideas that you might find helpful in surviving this particular week. If this is your first time experiencing finals week at the college level, excuse me, college level, then welcome to the party. All right. (laughs) You're one of us now. Um, It's sort of like a rite of passage to survive college finals week. Okay. Um, I just jotted down some random notes here to see if any of them might be helpful for you. First of all, don't procrastinate, but it's too late for that. I'll do another podcast subject entirely on procrastination. Hopefully that will come in handy. Um, but I'll put it off. Uh, You got that right. Okay, so one of the things you have to do, and some of these will come across as being very much common sense, 
But then again, sometimes it's these common sense things that we don't do enough of. So first thing on my list was to be organized. And what that means is that for all of your classes, you should know what you have due, what the assignments are, what the exams or whether you have essays, whether they're a closed book exam, chances are all of them might be uh, online, right? So are they essays? Are they multiple choice? You know, what kind of exams do you have at the end? And are they open book or closed book? Uh, in my classes, I tend to have open book, open notes uh, exams online, so students can pretty much have access to anything. I know my daughter in her college, sometimes they use a, a monitoring software, which I personally don't like using, where... Um, the webcam is on and it records everything that's happening in the room. I feel like that's a little bit too draconian. And and I think that adds undue stress on the student when taking an exam. But So if you're in that situation, I feel kind of bad for you, but that's something you need to take into account, okay? So once you made that list of what's left to do, of course you mark it down on the calendar. And the next step is, well, how do you approach preparing for all of these exams in such a short period of time? Um, part of this is understanding your grades for each class you have, okay? Sometimes students don't take the time to review the syllabus for every class, understand the weight of each category of their, um, of their assignments, because sometimes I'll have students who will email me and not have a clear understanding of, well, should I skip the final exam or not? What does he mean by low, dropping the lowest grade? Should I still take the final paper, do the final paper, these kinds of things. So definitely review your syllabus and find out how much each of these final exam grades are weighted and whether it's even optional, whether you have a lowest grade dropped policy, right? So for example, if you have five exams, I'll use my class as an example, and we dropped the lowest grade, right? And originally, the final exam was like a makeup exam. You can take it to replace the lowest grade. Well, what if you're not really organized? You just figure, oh, I have a final exam. I have to study for it. You spend a lot of time for it. Then you realize um, your lowest test grade really wasn't that low. So when this final exam replaces that lowest test grade, you only you know gain about 5 or 10 points, which may or may not have a huge impact on your final grade. That makes sense. So with each, each of these assignments, make sure you know how much you're gaining and how much they're worth, right? So that has to do with reviewing your syllabus in every class, um, okay? All right. Now, with each day, of course, you want to study in chunks for every subject. Let's say you have four subjects you have for final exams or papers, right? So sometimes students would say, well, I'll just spend the first day, Monday, entirely on subject number one. Then I'll spend Tuesday just studying subject number two. Uh, I personally, in my opinion, would not recommend that. There's some science to back this up that um, when you study in chunks, mixing in each of those subjects in those chunks, right, per day, so not just studying one subject the entire day, then that actually might be more efficient use of your time. So efficiency should be one of your top concerns here, right? You want to make the most of your time. That said, making the most of your time does not mean locking yourself in a room for 12 hours straight, right, with minimal breaks. You do want to set realistic goals uh, 
you know, um, have good breaks, whether it's taking a nap, going for a walk, you know, or having a snack, you know, make sure you have proper meals, right? And make sure you get enough sleep, right? So if you have a choice between, let's say you have an exam due at midnight, right? Um, well, I don't know, with online classes, uh, it's a little bit different, but uh, instead of studying all night and submitting your assignment, you know, whenever, uh, it's always best to take to get a good night's sleep before your test. Right? Get enough rest that does more for your memory and for clearing your head better than trying to go on caffeine and having maybe two or three hours sleep. You don't really want to do that. Okay. Um, another aspect is depending on what you're studying, but this might apply to every class. Is strive for understanding the material not so much memorizing the material, okay? And I'm going to do another podcast about academic honesty and dishonesty and cheating and that particular subject. But even from my daughter's experience in her third semester of community college, she says that, you know, sometimes you just don't have enough time, you just end up Googling stuff, you know, and you're not really reading the textbook for understanding, okay? Well, that should be your goal. So when you're going through your notes, one thing I tell my students to do is just to talk. Talk out loud, kind of like what I'm doing here. Try to explain it out loud in your own words, whatever concept you're trying to cover. Try to make a narrative or a story out of it as if you're trying to explain it to someone who doesn't understand the subject, right? So instead of reciting a definition over and over again, what if you tried to make a story out of it? Even if it's biology and you're studying the nervous system, can you explain the nervous system in a particular story, such as when uh, Harry touches a hot stove, right? From the Trace the nervous system activity from the point of the fingertip all, all the way to the brain and through the spinal cord, right? What's the process? Try to explain it in that kind of narrative rather than just memorizing pieces and parts, right? And in particular in psychology, you know, creating a narrative and a story, that's one of the most effective things you can do and, and creating more examples, right? So you may have noticed in my long-form podcast that when I'm explaining something, I'm always coming up with examples. Most of them are just on the spot, you know, on the spot, just off the top of my head, like, oh, I just thought of another one, right? And that is one of the best ways to apply the concepts that you're learning. Also, there's no one-size-fits-all approach or a perfect way to get through finals. You will be exhausted. You might possibly catch a cold at the end in this pandemic winter season. You really have to be careful of that, right? So you do have to strive for balance. Make sure you're getting rest. Make sure when you are studying, you're focused, right? Um, Make sure you're eating healthy, drinking enough water, right? Not overdoing it on the caffeine and sugar, right? So watch what you're consuming. That If you eat a lot of sugar, you get that little sugar spike, then you get a sugar drop-off at the end, right? And also think about your past experience, right? Each individual is different, so do what works for you. Some people might be extremely alert early in the morning. Some people maybe more alert late at night when everybody else has gone to sleep and there's some quiet time in your house, right? Or in your place, wherever you're staying. So um, do what works for you. But 
if you've heard of the phrase time management, a lot of people don't think about energy management. So focus on managing your energy level. Okay. I'm not sure if the microphone is picking up on this uh, vehicle. I think it's the postal driver driving around. And for some reason, the exhaust system is very deep. So it just kind of comes and goes. I'm also toying around with some new microphone accessories. So hopefully the my voice quality is a little bit better. And also we relocated to another town in Texas and actually have a, a, a room that I can work in that's relatively quiet. Um, so maybe that's less fun than hearing chickens barking outside that kind of, <laughs> like we did in Asia. But anyway, all right, so do what works for you. Um, and also think about the big picture, right? Your, your academics is just one part of your life. And sometimes it's the least important part right now, right? When we're fighting a pandemic and you may have friends and family who are sick or may have passed away from the pandemic, um, economic problems, you know, with work and all that. So put that into perspective, right? Your goal, if you're really having a, a tough time this quarter, is just to survive, okay? And it's not the end of the world if you fail a class. It may feel like that. It may seem like that. It may put you behind on your original schedule for graduation or your progress. But in the big picture, if you look back on it 10, 15 years from now, right, what happens in one of your classes in one grade and one assignment is a relatively small thing, even though it feels like it's a huge thing right now. Okay, so one of those, one of the things you can do is try to gain some perspective. Um, not to say that oh, studying for your psychology final is not important. Yeah, sure it is, right? But taking care of your health right now is also important, right? You don't want to drain yourself so much that by the time you submit all your exams, you're exhausted, and you end up having a weaker immune system, catching cold or something worse, you know. And in the big picture, that doesn't help anyone. And I'll talk about this in another podcast, but, you know, is perfect grades, shooting for a 4.0 GPA, is that a worthwhile goal? Is that everything in it? And to give you a, a spoiler, it's not everything, right? There's more to your academic credentials than just your GPA, okay? All right, now it's too late to drop classes, right? So that's another discussion we could have had earlier this quarter uh, in terms of how do you decide whether or not to drop a class, <clears throat> excuse me, drop a class and what the consequences of that is. But that's uh, something to think about for later on, okay? So again, survive finals week. That's your goal is survive, okay? Now, if you're in an ideal situation where your responsibilities are a little bit less, you're a full-time student and not working and you're relatively comfortable, then yeah, you know, shoot for, dig in and shoot for the highest grades possible. But again, put everything you're doing now into a bigger picture perspective and cut yourself some slack, do the best you can, right? No one's going to judge. You're often going to judge yourself more harshly than anybody else about your grades. If you had a perfect 4.0 coming in and you end up making a C and a B and an A, that kind of thing, then, hey, it's okay, right? Uh, anyone reviewing your transcript will see that and understand it, that, oh, this was 2020 in the fall. I get it, all right? 
Okay, well, I wish you all the best of luck. Please keep in touch. I'll come out with a couple more episodes before the end of 2020, and thank goodness the year is almost over. Okay, take care, guys.